thanks for watching Ponderland. Tonight what I'm pondering is holidays, right? And I remember when I had to go on holiday when I was a little boy in England. I, feel, I don't like them holidays when you're a little boy, when they trick you and you think you're going on holiday, but really you're properly near your house, right? I live in Essex. I went on holidays like Margate, Clacton, somewhere like that. That's really near where I live. That's a trick. I could have gone home every night if I wanted, be in my house, watch what I want to watch on the television. And plus, what about them holidays, right? We think, oh, this is lovely. I'm on a holiday. It's so exotic. Then your nan and granddad come visit you. you think, nan and granddad visiting us here on holiday? Why, what rivers thou must have traversed? What dragons thou hast slain? Nan and granddad, rest thy weary bones and tell me, how did you venture thus far? Oh, we just went up the A5, dear. Oh, I see. Right, because the whole holiday's a lie. Right, and also, what about when your child going on English holiday and your family is in the car? That car is essentially just a mobile argument, isn't it? <laughs> Travelling around weary roads. And also, right, I remember this. Like, when you go on holiday when you're a kid, the, the options are either England or abroad, right? <laughs> abroad is just one thing, isn't it? Abroad, where'd you go? We went abroad. Well, abroad is nuanced, like, I definitely agree. Oh, we went to Portugal. We met a beautiful Portuguese boy diving for coins to raise money for his family. Oh, we went to Egypt and stood in the shadow of Abu Simbel. Abroad. It's all just, abroad. It was just some foreign land. Abroad. Right? Look at this couple, right? Lou and Wally. They've, this year, they've sensibly gone on holiday in England because they're talking about a previous holiday abroad. Sounds like it was absolutely dire. Good plain English food. A lot different from some of the stuff Lou and Wally got served abroad. What were you having, what were you having to well, eat? I don't know. You couldn't Rabbit's tell what it all was. Rabbit's food all the time. Rabbit's food, wasn't it? You couldn't know, like tell cheeses what's... and things like that. Terrible. Yeah, I think they confused a rabbit with a mouse. Rabbit food? Oh, it's just cheeses, you know, rabbit food. Rabbits don't eat cheese. That's really stupid, ain't it? What's that? I think, like, that Wally, that bloke Wally, I think if it ain't, like, beef burgers, sausage or fish fingers, he thinks that's rabbit food. Oh, that is horrible. Some sort of lobster bisque or something sort of shit I'd feed my rabbit. <laughs> Unless that Wally has got a really snooty, condescending, intimidated rabbit called Maximilian that he's terrified of. Oh, um, Wally, what on earth do you call this? Oh, what is this? Just some stuffed aubergine. Well, it's fucking awful. I'm not eating. <laughs> also, the floor of this hutch is covered in shit. It might look like Maltesers. Certainly doesn't taste like it. Clear it up. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed the thing that his wife said as well. That's really beautiful. Listen to what she says. What were you having, what were you having to oh, eat? I don't know. You couldn't Rabbit's tell what it was. Couldn't tell what it was. Couldn't tell. That could be anything. Like, it was abstract. Like, it's just going to be some food in a sauce, isn't it? It's not going to be vapour. Just going to be some kind of dinner. I can't eat that. No, that's a concept of pity. I can't be bothered. <laughs> but I really like as well that English people have got such a strong work ethic that they try and make holidays be a little bit like work. Particularly working class people don't understand the concept of holiday. Look at this bloke, right? He's just meant to be on holiday. He's managed to turn that into a minor construction by digging constant holes. Look at him. Nobody knows each other, but I mean, I've never met any of these before. But here we are, digging holes. Digging holes? That turned himself into like a Fagan foreman. <laughs> like, like English people can't enjoy an holiday, sort of like arrive at the beach. Ah! Right, all this sand's gonna need digging, coming in. <laughs> like, why do 
want that hole for on holiday as well? I remember having to go down them holes that my dad dug. It was frightening in there. Come on, get in the hole. I don't want to go in the hole. You're going in the hole. Just down there at the bottom of some horrible wet hole, a seaside grave. Stay down your hole. Enjoy your hole. Right? And also, holiday camps. I hated going to them holiday camps. Right? I know all right, there's probably some positive aspects to it, but... I thought they was shit, right? And like, uh, we can't relax at holiday camp because there's too much onus on entertaining you. Right, we're going to entertain you. All right, let me see that. Right, um, but like this bit of entertainment coming up now, it's for the adults. There's really blatantly a hidden agenda. It's meant to be a lovely legs competition, right? Contrived ostensibly for female holiday makers at the camp. It's quite clearly for the judges. Welcome to our first competition of the week, which is our Miss Lovely Legs competition. Now we've got 12 pairs of tights to give away for three lovely ladies. Is it necessary, do you think, for you to sort of keep moving the legs around from place to place? Oh yes, this is what people like, you know, they don't just like a little pair of legs standing there, you know. They must sort of... Um be in a nice position, you see. Yeah, I've got to position him. He's doing that for 12 pairs of tights. He's just just like groping women's legs all day through his smoky lenses. Groping away. And plus, ain't it meant to be knobbly knees competition? When did knobbly knees become lovely legs? Oh, I'm not enjoying this knobbly knees competition. I get no kicks out of that at all. I think he's changes all the competitions at that holiday camp. Uh, instead of an egg and spoon race, we're doing a cup of boob race this year. Uh, and instead of pin the tail on a donkey, I'm just going to stick my finger in someone's bottom. <laughs> but in this instance, there clearly is a higher consciousness judging that judge because, right, look who wins. There's justice. Mm. Miss Lovely Legs is visibly teetering. <laughs> She's got quite a set of gnashes on, on her, ain't she, bless her. No, I've got nothing against her, lovely lady, right? But this is probably funny, this bit, right? Because now TV presenters have to be dead sensitive and like, oh, you know, remember when you're talking to people, be nice and that. In the old days, they're proper bastards out of order. There's this lovely bit where the husband explains what first attracted uh, him to his wife. Oh, it's her legs. I was first attracted to my wife because of legs. Husband of that woman there. Listen carefully, right, to the presenter's reaction. Properly out of order. It's all your fault, apparently. Yes. That was the first thing I noticed when I met her. Her legs. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ceiling. Could you see her face? Was it only when she finally tumbled that you were presented with her face? God, man, what were you thinking? Did you afford to talk to them like that? Some of the uh, shows, performances, etc., holiday camps were a little bit more innocent, but there's a lot of pressure. I remember being like to participate at holiday camps. Right, remember that? Right, I went to be used to a Pontins a lot, Crocodile Club. That drag that was that Crocodile Club. It's like full of obligation and duty. It's meant to be a thing you did on holiday. It's like being in Hitler Youth, right? Just so much pressure, right? This child here, this is beautiful, what happens here? This child here is either the inventor of punk, inadvertently inventing a whole new rock movement, or he's a bit unusual and we shouldn't laugh. Have a look. Young man. <laughs> it's 
still think that if you're the parent of that little boy, you shouldn't exhibit him, you should put him on an exclusion diet. <laughs> What's making him like that? Is it wheat? Is it tomatoes? Something we give him turns him into Johnny Rotten. Right, but when he has to do the actual performance, bless his heart, because that's just him in rehearsals, he loses his mojo a little bit, and it's a little bit sad to watch him. Have a look at him. either by those cold, impassive judges to stare at him. Not making any concession for the fact that, oh, he's a child, there's no more. I don't care, the dance routine is very, very drab. <laughs> no, I don't want to be in your gang, thank you very much. <laughs> what exactly is your gang, young man? Is it the Gollum gang? <laughs> you want to be in my gang? <laughs> Frightening. But, you know, me, when talking about holiday camps, they had such a lovely experience, I think I could literally never get bored of holiday camps. It not matter how many times you go to them, I don't think you could ever get bored. So how many times have you been all together? Eighty. Eighty times to buttons? Yeah. In all those years, have you been anywhere else? No, no, always butting. Been anywhere else? No. Been to Pontins? No. Centre Parks? Fuck off. But it is like um, a dead, prevalent, carry-on-style sauciness at holiday camps, right? You know how people think that English people are proper suppressed perverts? Not me, I'm trying to fight my way out of that stereotype. <laughs> Look at these poor lads, right? You sort of think, why are these lads not having a good holiday? They're really sort of handsome lads, they've gone to a holiday camp. Let's have a look, see if we can work out why they're not enjoying it. This is uh, your first full day. Yeah. What do you think of it so far? Uh, not very good. What's the matter? There's nobody of our own age, really. No girls, nothing to do. Yeah, okay. I think I see the problem. They've only got one outfit between them. That will limit your opportunities if one of you's wearing trousers and one of you wearing the top. They've deliberately sort of made themselves Siamese twins for that holiday. And all they wanted to do on that holiday, bless their hearts, is just pull some birds and that. But on that holiday, there's no opportunities to pull because they've all been hoovered up by the lifeguard at that holiday camp who's called Barry. Have a look at Barry because, like, he's a mind-bending and unnerving man. Hello, girls. Well, hello. Don't start screaming, I ain't even touched you yet. You gotta share the on your own, what'd you share? Me and has got one together. Okay. Whereabouts? Over the back, yeah. Over the back? Yeah. Is it next door to Mum and Dad? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what a shame, I was gonna come down and ask you to wash my hair for me. Barry is like a government information film about Barry. It's like nicotine or something. Oh, I've gone out to wash my hair. Oh, dear, I haven't even touched you yet. All right, bloody hell. Guess what his job is? He works there. He's meant to be a lifeguard. He's meant to be guarding people's lives. People drowning while he slopes round the edge of the pool. All right, darling. Do you mind if I touch your bikini? You need some suntan or pine or do you? Carries on doing it. Look at him. Well, what's the chance of me seeing you in a bar tonight, then? Well, well I mean, say you'd split me up if you want. What do you want me, one at a time or all the same? You couldn't cope. I couldn't cope. You'll be surprised. I'm going to eat me Weetabix. Oh, yeah, I've had my Weetabix. 
That's no way to lure people into a threesome. I've had my Weetabix. The reason he needs Weetabix is to dredge all the dead bodies out of the swimming pool at the end of the day. He's just left there drowning while he wanders around trying to fuck everyone. Awful way to carry on, right? We've got this official staff handbook, right, from holiday camp at the time. Look at how you're supposed to carry on, right? And look at these rules, right? Like uh, it says here, uh, males to wear black bow tie from evening onwards. That's a good rule. <laughs> look at this rule here. Never wear a Mac indoors. <laughs> Why would you need to enforce that? <laughs> oh shit. He's got a Mac on indoors. Like, what, what's happened? What's happened with that? Hello. <laughs> oh no, he's got a Mac on indoors. Right, look at this rule as well. Never dance with staff and always prevent men from dancing together. <laughs> Why? Why is there necessarily homophobic rules? There's a vague air of homoerotic tension in the camp. Stamp it out! <laughs> Terrible idea, I won't like that. And look at this bit. Barry definitely breaches this rule. Mix with as many guests as possible. Do not single out young and attractive partners all the time. Think of the lonely guests, especially the elderly ones. How are you to ascertain that wandering around the holiday camp? Uh, excuse me, are you lonely? Yes, yes, I am. Come here and dance with me! <laughs> Please! I've had my Weetabix. <laughs> oh, why don't we look at some adverts? For God's sake, I'm starving! <laughs> alright, alright. Hi, hello, welcome back talking about holidays, we're pondering them. I don't like it on holiday, people that are very annoying on holiday and they're still there all the way through the holiday, you see them at the airport, then they're on the same flight as you, and they keep knocking you in the back. Oh, it's the people from the airport, he's knocking me back. Say something then. Oh no, oh, it's all right, I'll leave it. Oh, he just knocked me again. Say something. Oh, he just knocked me again. Say something, say something. No, I won't, I'll leave it, I'll leave it. I can't, I can't say anything to him. I'll just stay here and develop this tumour I'm working on <laughs> the pit of my belly. Right, but for all the irritating people I've tolerated on holidays. I've never encountered anyone as ridiculous as Jack. Look at this person, right? Some people, what it is, they ain't got a personality. So they think, oh, I've not got a personality, but I could just have this hat instead. <laughs> yes, this hat will do. As long as I have that, I'll be all right. Or a t-shirt with a slogan on it or something like that. Me, I could never be accused of that. <laughs> all dressed up like a tinker, dangling with coins and hair like Marge Simpson. But have a look at this bloke, right? He proper is annoying. And look at the thing that he's doing. And look at the commitment to the thing what he's doing it with. That's nice. <laughs> What's this? What's his name? Is he coming on holiday with you? Hey! Hi! Hello! Hello! <laughs> right, I feel like, why would you do that all of the time? Like, I can imagine trying out an emu puppet, right, thinking, oh, this is a laugh, right, but then I'd put it down and just carry on with my life. I wouldn't think, this is brilliant. I'm literally always going to do this now. From now on, this is my personality. He does it all of the time. I bet he wears that thing in bed. I bet he troubles his missus with that. Oh, look what he means to me now, dear. <laughs> right, that poor wife 
It's done her head in so much that she can now not understand the concept of a broad. In this bit, right, she's talking to a waiter in a bar, right? The waiter is from Spain and he speaks Spanish because he's in Spain. She's ignoring these two fundamental facts. She wants to talk about her diarrhea, ignoring like she's talking to a Spanish man in Spain. She can't get that idea. Does it, does it make you ill? Why no. it makes me so ill? Terrible stomach. Oh, diarrhea. Oh, dear me. It makes me so ill. Gracious me, I don't think I'll be able to live here. Right. Do you have a Spanish word for diarrhea? What does that mean? So I can go to the chemist. What would I say? You don't know? No. Well, I'll just, you know, come around. Oh, well, I'll, I'll make you understand. I'll go. What? I'll make you understand? Is that a threat? There, do you understand now? Diarrhea. That's what it is. Why can't she understand the concept of abroad as well? Going, oh, don't the food make you ill? It must make you He's from it don't make him, he always used to it. Oh, but didn't it get on your nerves? Living out a suitcase all the time. He's Spanish! He's got his stuff in the cupboard. Oh, yeah, but everyone talking away in foreign must send you back. He's Spanish! He's been Spanish with them, right? That woman, Jack's wife, is baffled by people in Spain and the concept of Spanish, but she lives with a man who has an emu at an arm. <laughs> I think, like, what is the point of a holiday, ultimately? It's about escape, ain't it, really? It's about escaping your own life and your own identity. And I suppose Jack's found a way of doing that through his immune. It's a bit annoying, I suppose. But at least he ain't offensive, right? Look at, like, watch this clip carefully, right? There's a bloke in the background doing some counting, right? Because when you're doing a budget for your holiday, you're thinking, oh, what am I going to need on holiday? I'm going to need some food, because it's, you know, it's a self-catering holiday. Probably hire a car, but when we'll go on day trips, I suppose. Yeah, so that's all going to take some money. Listen to him doing his budget for holiday. Awful. It's been done uh, One prostitute, two prostitutes, three prostitutes, four prostitutes, five prostitutes, six prostitutes, seven prostitutes, eight prostitutes. Did you get out? Ten prostitutes. He only understands money as tokens for prostitutes. That's got the queen on it. The queen's face staring nobly back off these prostitute tokens. Like money has no other... Mo One prostitute jokes! Two prostitute jokes! Like, how's he going to cope if he has to go to his bank? Um, um, excuse me, um, Dave, you've got a terrible uh, situation with your overdraft. I'm afraid you're £15,000 overdrawn. Oh, I can't understand what you're saying! I'm um, very well. I'll put it into a language you'll understand. Um, your 1,500 prostitutes overdrawn. <laughs> oh, no, I don't earn 30 prostitutes a week. I'll never pay it back, man. <laughs> Can't convert life automatically into prostitute tokens. Oh, where's my wallet? Here, I think my daughter's stolen some prostitute tokens. I'll be back. She must be a leather lake. Right, look at this, right? As well... Right, what is the point of a holiday, really? It's, as well as escaping your own identity, your own life, it's to relax, isn't it? You know, you just want to relax. Oh, be aware of what life actually is. Sense the beauty of being present in the moment, relaxed and at one with the world. Is that man is trying to fit a year's dancing into one second? Oh God! I'm already. Right. Do you want to calm down? I like sometimes, like as an Englishman, 
you'll see something so beautiful, so poignant and magical that it makes you very proud to be English. And I felt that when I saw this bloke, right? He's an English guy working on holiday. He works for a nightclub called Champions. And this is his job to distribute stickers just to get people to come along to the club. And he talks about some of his methods and they're very touching, very beautiful methods that he uses. They show a lot of ingenuity and a lot of style and a certain, I don't know, let's call it grace. Just put it on their tits. That's all I do, like, really? The old slags. You beautiful man. <laughs> I think, thank God that that job exists, because what else would that man be doing? <laughs> a job if he has to come back to England and be, you know, them people that distribute stickers for charities, like if he had to work for the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds, or Mencap giving out stickers. Oh, darling, it's a Mencap jumble sale, all for a good cause, wall-to-wall bargains, dripping with fanny. What's <laughs> right? That's it, that's all. Right? But um, not all holidays have to be defined by decadence and ugliness. And I think the best way of ensuring that is by being specific about your holiday, right? And the way to do that, I think, is to go on holiday with like-minded people. Say you're, I don't know, well into George Formby, something like that. Just go on holiday with other people that are totally well into George Formby. What's wrong with that? It'd be a good holiday, I think. <laughs> I want to go on that holiday because they all look so happy and together and everything's so simple and you think how complicated life is, all the decisions, all the agony and woe there can be. Look at them there just thinking, life is working, we're all together, we're doing George Formby. Who would have thought this conference would be this much fun, right? And look at this bloke here in the wool jumper, he's my favourite. Look, I've never been that happy in my whole life. Look at that. You'll never be as happy as that man. A little bit of Blackpool rock. He just lost himself in that. It's totally amazing. So I think the answer is to find unity, find people that are like you, and go on holiday with them. So what I'm probably going to do is just hook up with Edward Scissorhands, Wurzel Gummidge, and Doc Cod. Who know, go on holiday with them, just lose myself a little bit. But for now, let's just enjoy that moment of inner unity. Put it on their tits.